Welcome to Thirsty for God. This is Iram Rolo, and I serve as the worship and music minister at Shadescrest Baptist Church in Hoover, Alabama. In John 4:14, Jesus says, Whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. This is yet another biblical passage that shows us how Jesus is able to quench the deepest thirst that pervades our soul. And I want to remind you that the purpose of this podcast is that of providing a simple resource to help you drink of that water that only God offers, and that comes through His Son, Jesus Christ. During this season of Lent, we are focusing on different moments of our Savior's ministry on earth. Today we turn our attention to a very crucial moment of his life when he went to Gethsemane to pray. This episode is for the fourth week of Lent. Our church pianist Brenda Odom plays a piano arrangement of I Surrender All by Martha Kelsey. As you listen to the music and begin to pray quietly today, Acknowledge what's going on in your heart. Simply let God reveal to you the things He wants to bring to your attention today. Don't make a strong effort to accomplish anything right now. Simply be quiet and be open to the spiritual possibilities that this moment provides.
today's reading is from Luke 22, verses 39 through 44. Jesus went out, as usual, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to the disciples, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. In Gethsemane, Jesus is confronted with a choice to either cut bait and run to avoid the pain, or to choose what is humanly counterintuitive, that is, to fall back, to let every part of his being come in contact with the anguish and the suffering that was to come. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. We don't know all the details about what exactly happened that night, but we do know that in the midst of this very real and very human anguish, Jesus' relationship with the Father was the stronger bond. Surrendering our will to God doesn't mean that we should not have a will of our own, nor does it signify that we are to live a passive life of resignation. Instead, it means that our deepest desire is to discern follow and act upon what God wants for our lives. This is what Ignatius calls indifference. Indifference means being detached enough from things, people, or experiences in order to be able to either take them up or to leave them aside, depending on whether they will help us to honor God or not. In other words, it's the capacity to let go of what doesn't help me to love God or love others while staying engaged with what does. It means simply, I am indifferent to anything but God's will. So take a moment now and acknowledge before the Lord where you are, where you find yourself with regard to this idea about indifference. Are you in a state of wide openness to God, meaning you are free from undue attachments and have the capacity to relinquish whatever might keep you from choosing God's will? Or are you convinced about the fact that you need to abandon yourself to God, but at the same time you don't know how to get there? Or perhaps you're not even open to this idea. You don't see how you can possibly want God's will more than your personal comfort and safety. No matter where you are, simply open yourself to God. The truth is, indifference isn't something we can achieve for ourselves. It is a gift of grace that God alone can accomplish as we learn how to open ourselves to it. Yes, discernment is given by God. It is a process of discriminating what is of God and what is not of God in our lives and surrendering to what God gives us. Discernment is often beyond logical pros and cons lists. 
and looks more like listening to the very quiet voice of God who may be calling us to a bold, unusual, or unclear path. As you listen to the reading of the same passage once again, I encourage you to do it with this practice. Clench your fists tightly, and then during the scripture reading, whenever you feel led to do so, open them slowly to the Lord. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to the disciples, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Let me say once again that indifference isn't something we can achieve for ourselves. It is a gift of God. So beginning right now and even in the days ahead, you might need to pray specifically for indifference. In other words, be open to God's gift by asking for something you acknowledge you do not have yet. It's very possible that you will feel the need to pray for indifference for a little while. After that stage, you can move on to the actual prayer of indifference. You're not simply praying for indifference, but you are praying the prayer of indifference. That's when you're able to say, Not my will, but yours be done. Father, I abandon myself into your hands. Do with me what you will. Whatever you may do, I thank you. I am ready for all. 
I accept all. Let only your will be done in me and in all your creatures. I wish no more than this, O Lord. Into your hands I commend my soul. I offer it to you with all the love of my heart. For I love you, Lord, and so need to give myself, to surrender myself into your hands without reserve and with boundless confidence. For you are my Father. Amen. Thanks for joining this episode today. I hope you in the coming days will give attention to some of the thoughts that came to the surface during this time of prayer and reflection. When we open ourselves to notice what God is revealing to us, it's amazing to see what He can do in the deepest parts of our hearts. If you know someone else who might benefit from an experience such as this, I encourage you to share about this podcast. And I hope you will come back next week for another episode of Thirsty for God. God bless you.